Welcome to the podcast. Can you take my shift? Your favorite coworkers are off the clock and back for another episode. Welcome back to another episode, friends. Let me just finish sending this bomb-ass tweet, and then we can get into this episode. What do you think? Should should I go with vibes or I love summer? It's a picture of a chicken. What do you think? <laughs> um, I think you should go with vibes. But if you look vibes, it has to have a Z on the end. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's great. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. That's what working in social media is all about. Exactly. And hey, that's what this episode is about. Oh, wow. Wow, we're doing the quick segue. Or no, I should ask you about your week, shouldn't I? That's how we always start. I should ask you about your week. Amy, how was it? It was pretty great. (laughs) I got to do something maybe a little irresponsible and reckless in today's current climate. So I'm sorry if this story makes anybody uncomfortable. I don't mean to. But I got to go to California finally to visit my partner and it was a wonderful lovely fantastic time it was i was very nervous going just because a traveling during a pandemic and then b meeting someone for the first time in real life and you're like am i gonna live up to all their expectations am i gonna ruin this within 30 seconds of meeting them but i didn't <laughs> it's a great time we got to go to disneyland <laughs> And that was super fun and magical and sweet. Um, Yeah, and Amy didn't bring me back anything. I'd like the record (laughs) to reflect that. I'm sorry. The merch, the Disney merch game right now sucks. It's not good. They're trying to figure it out. It is not good. I brought back two things. One is something someone paid me to bring back for them. And the other one is just a small gift for a friend who I can't say because I think they listen. So... Someone will be getting a gift soon. Fine, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. Amy will buy me a gift every single day to make up for it. Um, no, no, I don't have that kind of money. If everyone would like to donate a dollar a day to Amy, <laughs> she can purchase. All right, I can. Pur- I can purchase what? I don't know. You know what? Go to the dollar store. Grab a new item. There's your little <laughs> boost dessert. That is fair. That is fair. But yeah, um, it was a really good trip, and it sucked coming home, but it was good. So that was that was my week. It was lovely. How was your week, Kelsey? Um, well, I went to Whistler. I also traveled, and it was good. It was my parents' 30th wedding anniversary. So shout out to them. Being happy, happy anniversary, Kelsey's parents. Congratulations yeah. on staying together. That's exciting. That's exactly. a Exactly. Yeah, it was uh, the first trip I brought my boyfriend with. Like, the first trip, family trip with the boyfriend. Oh. Wow, and how'd it go? I mean... Trevor, how did it go? Hi, yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> hi! <laughs> wow, what a segue. I know, right? That was a great segue. Yes. <laughs> Pull me right in. Yeah. yeah. We have a very special guest this week. We have my boyfriend, the man behind the camera, the man with all of the expensive technology in the house, the man, the myth, and Tracy's favorite. Trevor, how are you? How was the trip with my family? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Um, the trip was a lot of fun. It was my first time going up the gondola at Whistler, so it was awesome. Hmm. Now, you're all probably wondering, oh my god, like, why, why is Trevor here? Which, I mean, Amy asks that all the time. Why is Trevor here? <laughs> Like, Ugh, why did we move in with this man after you only knew him for four months? Why did we do this? Okay, but I feel like pandemic months are They work lo- like lesbian months? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that is fair. Yeah. But no, today's episode is about something very near and dear to all of our hearts. It's about the global economic crisis. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're getting real serious yeah. this week, folks. Yeah, we're talking social media because I have two and a half social media managers here. Who's the half? I half run our social media. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the half, you mean you send me TikToks to post that yeah. I also forget to post? I send you TikToks and memes to post. To yes, repost. yes, That's you, about do. It. you do. You yeah. do. You help with the, you help out. 
that. Yeah. But before we get into that, usually when we have a guest on, we like go about your like work history, but we're going to do something different today. But I still want to go with the age-old question. What was your first impression of me, Trevor? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, we met on a dating app, and uh, obviously the first impression was good because we're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I have terrible first impressions of people, and they're some of my best friends. That is, that is, that is fair. That is yeah. fair. Oh, dating app. True, true 2021 love story. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought you were pretty, and... Uh, <laughs> You had one picture on your profile where you had a bunch of Wii games, like, sprawled around the floor. And uh, that caught my eye because I'm a big video game nerd, so. Nice, nice. Okay, my first impression of you was, again, I saw you the dating app. You thought you were kind of cute. You actually, like, filled out all of the questions, like, thoughtfully, which was nice. Again, the bar is on the floor here, ladies. <laughs> and then when we met... We like we went met for coffee and then we like walked and during our walk I told you that I had a podcast and you were like so I have like a Twitter account that has like eleven thousand followers and it's like a meme page and I was like who is this man <laughs> like I'm sorry what who is this mystery man <laughs> like are you all right yeah but Amy well, Amy and Trevor go <laughs> oh what was my first impression of trevor yeah. oh i liked him i thought he was a nice guy he was really funny easy to talk to nice he makes my <laughs> makes my bestie happy so that makes me happy yeah and then um because well people know at the beginning of the year i went through a lot of like personal shit and you were also very kind and supportive for me during all that so Lots of big brownie plates there. Yeah. One thing Trevor did is Amy and I had to get COVID tested. So this is when we first like started dating. Yes. So we couldn't leave the house. The, this this is when we were negative, not when I actually had COVID. Yes, we yeah. moved in together. Trevor like left a giant bottle of wine outside our old place that had like a glass door. Yeah. <laughs> and like he just like walked away. You you were our delivery service. Yeah, you were our DoorDash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but anyway, this is, what was your first impression of Amy? Well, it was funny because I actually occasionally went to the coffee shop that Amy worked at. Oh, and yeah. So, yeah, um, I recognized her in um, some of your profile pictures on the dating app mm -hmm. um, because you had some pictures with Amy. And I, I asked you at one point, and this might have been kind of weird, so I apologize if it was. But I said, um, does your friend in those pictures work at the coffee shop? And uh, turns out she did, so... Oh, yeah, because I remember you came in and they, and you said to me, Oh, Trevor knows who you are. And I was like, what? <laughs> How does this man know who I am? <laughs> and it's like, because you had a profile picture of me with, like, when I had pink hair. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's not a lot of pink-haired people who work at Starbucks. That yeah. checks out. It that checks out. out. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I thought you were super cool and... It was it was good to pass the test, the roommate test, when I when I got to meet you. So. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, nice. Yeah. Now, Trevor, what do you do for work currently, successfully? <laughs> I don't know about successfully. Uh, I work as a social media manager for an esports team, um, which basically means I make memes for a living. Nice. Ah, oh, the dream. <laughs> Honestly. Now, Amy, what's your job title? I'm a social media and marketing assistant. Okay. But I basically run all the social media accounts, like, by myself. <laughs> and then, so how, so, for Amy, for your work, which social media do you, what is, like, the number one social media for your work? So, because my work is very, like, business and, like, industry-related, our biggest <laughs> social media is LinkedIn. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I... Y you think Facebook's weird. <laughs> LinkedIn is, like, its own type of weird because you'll have a whole bunch of, like, weird, like, entrepreneurial people who post the weirdest, sappiest stories. And then you just have people who are, like, trying to, like, put out their portfolios and stuff. So it's very... It's... People try to use it as a social media platform, like Facebook, like Twitter and all that stuff. When that's not really what it should be used for, it should be used for, like, business-related things. But, Interesting. Yeah. And Trevor, what's your work's biggest social media platform? Uh, definitely Twitter. Um, that's where all the best memes are, so that's where 
our platform's the largest. Nice. And then the Can You Take My Shifts biggest platform, I would say, is Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely Instagram. That's I, the easiest one. I do not run the Instagram, but I am in the Instagram photos. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've got so we've got a good mix of knowledge here. So what I want to get into is the difference between, like, running your own personal social medias and then running, like, a brand, a public social media. For instance, we all have our own personal social medias. Like, I am most active, I think, on Instagram currently, but I also went through when we decided to make a podcast I decided to not go by my actual given last name so I changed all my social medias to a chosen last name just because there's the whole argument of like all of our parents tell us when you get social media be careful what you post online your job may see it yes I'm not locking my mother but I'm like a little, a little bit you can, it's fine that's yeah. what all our no. parents sound like yeah but so my social my personal social media is quite small like the most followers I have I think are is TikTok I have 300 followers yeah that's probably my most followed social media platform what it, Trevor, what is your most followed social media platform and how many followers do you have? Well, you already kind of mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Uh, it's my meme Twitter account. It has 11.8K followers at the moment, I believe. Um, and before we get into Amy, Trevor posted a meme on Twitter that gained him 800 followers. Yeah, we would like everyone to know that we know personally know the creator of this meme because this meme has been at least it's personally been haunting me across every single social media platform so trevor what meme are you the criminal mastermind behind first of all apologies in advance for this one i uh sorry tracy this is this is came out of your son's brain not mine i'm not proud of it but i can't control my thoughts sometimes um so i made a meme with Lightning McQueen and the line, who need they kachussy ate? <laughs> and then Mia and Tia, the two twins from Cars, going, OMG, us. It currently has 97.7K <laughs> likes on Twitter. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Ah. <laughs> uh. I can say I know somebody who created a meme. That's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it went viral. I've never, I've never had a meme go viral. Um, I've had a TikTok go viral that had like over three hundred thousand views, but like never. Mine's wholesome content. <laughs> Yours is that. <laughs> that shifted. That shifted the conversation. Yeah, uh, cars a little bit. <laughs> but Amy, what's what's your biggest personal social media? <laughs> well, the follow. Really follow that? You can't follow that at all. No, um, but my biggest social media platform, oddly enough, is Instagram. Um, I have six hundred and thirty-five followers there. Oh wow! Yeah, that's I don't I don't know why I maybe post once a month. No, maybe no feet pics, like no posting. No, absolutely not. Not for free. Absolutely not, not for, for free. free. But if you would like to purchase Amazon, <laughs> no, the market saturated. The market saturated. Right. The market COVID, COVID made the market saturated. No, the last time I put, well, I posted last week, um, a photo of me and my partner in Disneyland because it's very cute and sweet and we look great. Um, but yeah, I post maybe once a month. So I don't really, I don't really know. Okay, interesting. Yeah, we so we've got like again a very good mix here. But I want to know your guys' opinions on the like. So you post on your social, your personal social media, and then let's say you post something. For example, Trevor made the meme. You're not gonna say it. I really don't want to. <laughs> no, I do not want to. Kachusi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, again, Tracy, I'm so sorry. Uh, so let's say you work, not where you work, obviously, because your job is about making meat. And so I'm sure it's, you I'm sure your work saw it and was just like, ah, that's Trevor for ya. <laughs> yeah, they were proud of me, actually. I might get a raise for it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. But okay, let's say you work at, I don't know, what's something very public? 
the government. Oh, true. Yeah, but actually, no. No, the president got away with doing a shit ton of terrible things and never got fired. So that's a little But different. that's the states. That's completely different. Okay. He was in such a high position of power that that mm-hmm. is very difficult. Okay, let's say you work in the parks department. Yeah, and you post that meme, and your director does not appreciate that yeah. meme. Do you think... And he fires you. Now, people have lost their jobs from things being posted on social media. Usually it's, like, racist, homophobic, like, terrible shit. And do you think it's rightly so that a company can fire someone for posting on their personal social media? Thoughts, discussion. Let's get into it. We can get into it. Um, Well, I was thinking thinking along the lines of, like, Simply Neological Christine, Mm because she works for the Canadian government in criminology, something like that. Mm -hmm. And people know this. Like, people can find her papers online that she's published. She's had her, like, boss. She had the guy who runs the Canadian census on her podcast. Yeah. And, like, the government knows. And she, she posts, like... I want to say, like, pretty, like, wholesome content. I'd say, like, maybe it's, like, PG-13. Sometimes the things they talk about a little bit 14A, like, some of the things they talk about on their podcast. But they make it very well known. Uh But when it comes to, like, very, like, divisive... But they're not divisive people. Like, they make it known where they stand, but they don't ever talk about their political viewpoints. They don't have to. But they do make it kind of known where they stand. And I think that's just when you're a creator online or if you have a personal social media platform like anybody anywhere can look at your information they can screenshot it they can record it they can save it on their computer at any time and i don't think people are always aware of that when they post things like you see old tweets come up from celebrities of saying super terrible things from years ago so anyway that was a long rant but anyway i i feel like you should to a degree if you're saying incredibly incredible terrible toxic things that will reflect badly on your work and also probably yourself later on yes you should get fired because that's a reflection on yourself you didn't have to post that that's what a journal is for like if you have awful thoughts journal it go to therapy (laughs) work through it i i feel like companies are very much in their right to fire somebody if they're making like homophobic racist things if someone was to post like a dirty joke or like an out-of-pocket comment every once in a while okay yes we're all human we all make mistakes or for example like i think there was a big issue when like OnlyFans kind of got a lot like a lot more popular and there was um a paramedic i think who got fired or something because her workplace found out that she had an OnlyFans, but she had that because her income as a paramedic wasn't supplementing her bills at all so they fired her i don't think that's okay they weren't hurting anybody these photos were behind a paywall people were paying to see them so it's a very fine line for a lot of things so like the ways of the only fan i don't think you should get fired for doing that because again you're not hurting anybody that's not hurt you don't you're not hurt i don't know i don't think you're hurting your professional self i get a little nervous because i've told my coworkers at work that i stream and one of my coworkers also knows about our podcast so i'm like oh my god like my streams are not pg-13 i think i swear every couple minutes i have a channel point thing that's literally like if you redeem this i can't swear for five minutes but i don't i don't think you should get fired for being like a human being because yeah that's what like work is for like you're supposed to present yourself a certain way when you're clocked off you can present yourself in your own personal way as long as you're not hurting other people Mm -hmm. that's my two cents no i think that's a very valid argument and opinion on the entire argument like I know I think it's fair for people who post like it's good to be critical about your company no matter who you work for whether or not you love your job or you hate your job it's good to always be critical yes and I know if you there's a difference between just posting again like a meme or a hate comment on your personal social media I know if you talk bad about your company on social media i think they do have a right a leg to stand on yes like we had when we worked at a theme park one of the girls who worked in a place where they did tea tours 
talked about how stupid they were. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know you know more a little bit about me, but she got written up for that. She did. And I think it was justfully so. You you advertised that she worked there. That's there's why when when you're starting a new job and like when I worked at the salon, my paperwork said that we understand you that people have blogs and social medias. So if you want to talk about the company, you have to put like all my thoughts and opinions are my own that do not reflect. Yes. Which I'm not gonna do that. Um, yeah. And that's why, like, I had my own personal social media, and then I have, like, my, my, that is, like, all, like, incredibly, like, locked, and I barely follow anybody. Yes. And then I have, like, my more public social media, but it's still personal to me. Yes. But, like, when you put, you, you can't shit talk your work. And expect there not to be consequences. Exactly. Like, yes, everybody has a bad day at work. That's very normal. But again, if you're going to go about it on social media, these are public platforms. People are going to find them. Like, yeah, that tea tours thing. Yeah, I remember that happening. And the, the girl was, like, super upset about it. But we were all like, you have, like, so many Instagram followers. Like, I think she had over 10K. Yeah. This is a very public photo. And you're literally bashing your job. <laughs> so I think she just went in and, like, changed the, dis- the photo description and, like, took it out. Like, she kept the photo up. Yeah, that was messy. <laughs> yeah, I think anytime like you can connect your account to who you work for, they have a like to stand on. Like, there's reason to be concerned about what you're posting because it's publicly available information that that's your work. Yeah. So it could damage their reputation, and they have to be concerned about that. So I get it. Yeah, and that was always a, actually a really really big issue at the theme park because a lot of people like to post on social media that they worked for them. Because it was a certain form of clout. Mm Because they're like, look at me. I get to spend my days at a theme park, hanging out, meeting characters, going on rides, taking cute photos, hanging with my friends. We all did it, okay? Like, there was, like, the walls, like, the purple wall. Everyone took photos in front of it. That was very normal. But if you're going to sit here, like, when we would post photos in our costume, I I would never say anything. I would just be like, look at me at work, hanging out, having a good time. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh my god, I was dying today in my, like, fake wool skirt in a hundred degree heat. Like, how, like, why do they think it's okay to make us wear that? Yeah. No, that's going to get me written up or fired because I'm now being critical. Like, just, you just have to be smart. Yeah, and then there was, so with the rise of TikTok, we saw a lot of people making TikToks at their job, which... I don't know how I feel about them because so a lot there was a huge trend of people at the coffee shop oh, yeah. making tons of TikToks and some yeah. of them some of them were funny <laughs> like, some <laughs> of them were so funny like there's no denying that but like there was there was this trend of oh I didn't order whipped cream and the worker would just grab the whipped cream out of the yeah. out of the drink or like eat the drink across the yeah. cafe or like spill it or something I'm just like <laughs> those would give me such like they were so funny but they'd give me such like anxiety because I was like no you have to clean that up <laughs> oh yeah you have to clean that up and then you were saying that a, a person got fired for doing that yes so well this is a little bit of a different situation there was somebody who made a TikTok and this was in kind of the height of the pandemic when everything was very like clean and safe and you're being very aware of like washing your hands all the time and making sure like if someone hands you something personal you're putting on a glove and you're just taking care of your personal hygiene for your safety and everyone else's so this girl did she didn't have her face in the video but she was making a drink at the coffee shop and was like using her hands for every single thing. So she would, she was, I don't know why she was doing this, but she was making a point like she would pour the milk and she'd make the milk hit her hand before it went into the steaming pitcher. And then she'd pour, like she'd pump the syrup, but she'd pump the syrup into her hand and then put it in the drink. And then she was like stirring the drink with her hand and like scooping ice with her hand. That's so disgusting. It's, even in a non-COVID pandemic world, that shit is so nasty. It's gross. Like, even if you had just washed your hands, no. Like, that is just so gross. And, of course, she got fired for doing that. Her face wasn't even in the video, but it's connected to her personal account. Her, her Instagram or some other form of social media was probably on it. Mm-hmm. 
or maybe her boss. Like, who knows? Or maybe her coworker who didn't like her ratted her out. I mean, honestly, that's most likely. Even if I, the thing is, like, if I knew this person, I would have been like, hey, I think you should take that down because that is gross. Yeah. But yeah, no, she got fired for it. And it was a big thing that went around my work because my manager showed it to me and I, I had seen it before. And then we got like a memo written about it being like, you guys, because we had like a memo being like, people are making videos and TikToks at work. We are okay if you do this, as long as it's within a time frame where things aren't super busy, you're able to get your other tasks done, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and you're not framing the company in a bad light. Like, a lot of the times, they're just, like, silly or stupid, or you knew people were joking, uh-huh. but... Yeah, like, when the ones... Well, the, the the wholesome cute ones is, like, when you convince your manager that it's a two-person job, and you're both, like... Yeah, you're, scoop, like... You're holding hands and scooping the ice. Yeah, yeah like, those are really yeah. fun. Another person who actually almost got fired from the coffee shop because of TikTok was... Um, his name is, like, Spencer Hua. He used to do the um, daily screams in his car. I don't know if you know who that is. I still no. follow him. Okay, but he used to do, like, daily screams in his car. That was his whole shtick. He doesn't do them anymore. Mm-hmm. But he worked for the coffee shop. And he he made it, like, pretty public that he did. He wasn't posting, like, TikToks at the coffee shop, but it was, like, outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one day he went off. He's like, yeah, my manager wants to, like, fire me for all this stuff. Even though he wasn't posting at work, he was ranting about customers. Um, he ended up not getting fired. He just put in his two weeks. <laughs> so he, like, beat his manager to the punch, basically. But, again, he wasn't technically talking bad about the company itself. He was talking bad about customers, which is a whole other gray area. So And then, so moving on from that i want to talk about so when you work for a brand social media you have to develop a brand voice you're like how is our social media going to sound are we going to be very professional are we going to be you know kind of like cutesy like what what are we going with because brands will take kind of two ways they'll be extremely professional or actually no three ways they'll be extremely professional they'll be more on the casual side or they will just be like little shits i don't know that's the best way <laughs> but like that and it all started it goes back to the og shit poster the wendy's twitter <laughs> yeah yeah every time i tell people why you want to why, why do you want to get into social media i was like y'all ever see wendy's on twitter i wanted to beat them <laughs> yeah no and it's great and that kind of started the whole because they as a brand, you, you had to be, like, extremely professional. And then there's that whole disconnect from original marketing to now new marketing yes. with social media marketing that being professional, extremely professional, unless, like, that is your market, is boring. No one's going to follow you. No. Mm-hmm. Like... It was, it, you see, like, when you see, like, ads on Twitter to follow the accounts, they're always super boring-ass accounts, and I usually block them if I see sponsored. I just block them. Yeah. Because I was like, you have to try to pay people to get to follow you? No. You're boring. It's like, well, you're a software company. Software. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Cool. That's all you're going to say? Exactly. Like, it's so bad. And then you have... Like, the Denny's Twitter account, who on Father's Day commented, Mmm, come to daddy's. And they photoshopped Denny's to say daddy's. Yeah. The Denny's account is great. Yeah, no, it, it's great. Yeah, you, if uh, anyone's listening here just wants to uh, to do some uh, doom scrolling, scroll through the uh, Denny's account. It's pretty good, actually. I gotta oh, say. Oh, man. I yeah. hate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Denny's. But when it comes... So, you both, again, are paid to do social media. I am not. Um, if anyone would like to hire me, though, just, like, shoot me a DM... Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 sassy, no sassy comment from either of you. <laughs> Maybe you'll have someone slide into your DM about a job. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. I know. People slide into your DMs, not mine. And I don't like it. I don't like it. You've got to stop. <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable. So are you going to tell your partner that? <laughs> that was fine. That was the only exception. We talk about it a lot. <laughs> I was barely back in the country after my vacation for 10 minutes. And 
mm, some piece of shit <laughs> to my DMs. But it's okay. I got to send my brother after them. So, right. nice. Anyways. But yeah, anyway, yeah, back to yeah. the actual story. Yeah, so Trevor, how would you describe your work's brand voice? Uh, well, actually, it's cool because I kind of helped develop our voice and, like, made a whole, like, style guide for it. Um, we definitely lean towards the shitpost side, I would say. Um, Is that the professional term? Yeah, that's the industry standard term, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah. Is it actually? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, cool. <laughs> but yeah, we like memes. It's like our highest engaging content and our whole... Like, goal is to just engage with fans of our team and our players and to drum up excitement for the games that we focus on, so... Yeah, but so you do have, like... The, the thing is, so your brand voice is shitposting, and there's, like... I mean, I was on the days of Tumblr. I did actually have quite a few Tumblr followers before, like, you know, Tumblr went to shit. Because they, they banned porn. Exactly. <laughs> the website just went to shit. Yeah. As but, most websites do. Yeah. <laughs> kidding. Yeah. But no, like, the... So you you have to almost professionally shit post. Oh yeah, there's an art to it for sure. Yeah, yeah. like there is this great clip. Um, this is a great skit on SNL with Harry Styles. I've been trying to find it so we can post it, but SNL loves to block their shit everywhere. Where he is taking he is there's the Sarah Lee. <laughs> yeah, that's Sarah Lee social media. <laughs> and it's like, why did uh, Sarah Lee comment? Eggplant emoji, eggplant emoji, train ghost. Uh, cause I, cause I wanted him to rail me until I died. <laughs> Sorry, I got my personal and the Sara Lee accounts mixed up. You know what's funny though? I actually did that one time. I accidentally almost posted my work stuff to the podcast oh, account, no. and I was like, no, like we're not talking about we're not talking about buildings on our podcast. <laughs> And then I accidentally almost posted a personal photo on my work one. <laughs> but that I caught, like, super early on before I, I was like, oh, this is not the right account. You almost post the chicken with vibes with a Z. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Amy, why is company posting a picture of a chicken? Or why is company posting Kelsey's back on her bullshit this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, Kelsey is back on her bullshit this week. Oh. But sorry does not apply to the workplace. <laughs> Not this workplace, anyway. Yeah. So, how? What is the line, like, from the from professional shit posting to like pure shit posting? Obviously, like, we're not talking about like hateful hate speech stuff, but like, what is the line? On on the work account or on personal? No, on the the work account. Like, you're so you're a shit posting account, but you're a professional shit posting. So, like, what is the line you do not cross? Like, would you post like something like? I hate saying it. I hate Probably saying it. Probably not. <laughs> they might interact with it, like reply like, what is this or something like that, just because it's funny. But obviously we have to worry about our sponsors, like anything that they'd be upset with. We can't post any, like there's like a risk assessment of like, is this worth it? Will it offend too many people or will people just think it's fun? And usually people just think it's fun. Like they know that we're not taking ourselves too seriously. So it's, it's pretty easy to tell the line, but... Have you have you ever had to delete a tweet that they're like, this is not good? Yeah, okay. Not like, oh, like this tweet was like, the, oh, that's like not funny. But like a tweet was like, all right, this is, this is, this did cross the line. You should delete it. Uh, we've never had anything that like crossed the line explicitly. Although there was one campaign idea that I very much regret ever pursuing. But basically we were trying to make a fun visual novel using some of our players as like characters in like an interactive story that was told through Twitter. And so we would have our audience vote in polls to like basically choose your own adventure. Like what do you do next? And uh, when marketing it, we, we leaned a little too heavily into making it a parody of like a dating sim. And it made a lot of people, including our players, a little bit apprehensive because they're like, I don't like the weird like parasocial dynamic of like fans thinking they're going to date us. So we ended up having to scrap the entire campaign and apologize for it. And that was probably like the most uncomfortable thing that I've had to deal with. Oh, yeah. Parasocial but, relationships are difficult. So yeah. That makes sense. So, no, I learned a valuable lesson about, like, if you're going to do a funny bit, make sure, like, everybody's in on it before mm -hmm. you launch it, because it is still, like, professional posting. Yeah. And then, so, as someone who does make memes professionally, 
what is your opinion on so obviously trends are a thing their trends are thing for a reason right and when a meme goes viral everyone starts making like subcategories of the meme like the little bernie sanders on the chair meme literally everyone did that we did that we did that one yeah like then memes get beat to death and they're over right but what with mate okay so you're like all right here's a cup we're a company we should jump on the meme first of all one thing that bugs me is when a meme is like very dated and it comes out from a company because you know that the intern suggested it and then had to go through 18 people to get approved Mm. and by the time it was approved the meme is no longer funny yeah, the bureaucracy of the approval process mm-hmm. is the death of social media. It's so yeah. But then when brands try to jump, like to make their own meme, but it's super lazy. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, okay. First of all, I want to say jumping on trends is like really good. Like that's a great way to blow up because everybody's talking about something. There might even be like a trending hashtag or a topic, so like your meme will like show to people that would normally see it. But it's important to get on it fast. Like you can't have that whole like three-step approval process. You gotta just trust and go with it. Um, what was the second part of the question? When they when someone makes a meme, but like it's very lazy and like they just did it to make a post like they didn't add in it's like when they don't you know you're not adding anything to the discourse oh yeah that it's very lazy and you can tell like it reflects badly on a brand if you're just like copy pasting memes or just stealing formats like we've gotten in trouble a few times actually too for like using a meme that somebody else had thought of already even though we didn't realize like we didn't intentionally steal it mm-hmm. but like people will be on brands for that anytime a brand posts yeah. a meme that they think is like oh this is stolen there's no mercy <laughs> no there really isn't so it's important to make your own memes if you're working for a brand and make sure that they haven't been done to death already mm-hmm. And then on the opposite end, you do not post any memes for your work, Amy. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. No. Your work is incredibly professional. I know. You write long professional posts. Yeah, and it's a lot all the time. I'm just like, I don't think any... Literally, my boss was like, I don't even read our social media posts. And I'm like, why why do you make me make them so long? I don't have to make these as long. But you were like, yeah, it's fine. And you have to go through the three-step approval process. I do. I do. I have to get them approved by everybody. And there's still been times where we've, like, messed up. Like, I've posted a photo of a construction site of, like, oh, this is, like, an up-and-coming, like, progress report. And the description I wrote was for the completely wrong building. And three people went through that. And it wasn't until literally that day that someone at my work was like, hey, that's not this project. Uh, it's actually this one. And I was like, <gasps> and, my, and then my boss was like, yeah, we just need to make sure this doesn't happen again. And I was like, what do you mean? This went through three people. <laughs> no, but like, that's, it happens. Shit happens. Yeah. Like when I had that, when we talked about my my social media campaign for the salon, screw them. Um, <laughs> I will still be bitter, but it's That's fine. fine. I there was this, it was a spelling mistake that went through three people and no one noticed. That shit just happens. They we literally used a sign on our door for five years and nobody realized there was a spelling mistake in it. Well, do you want to know what's great? Actually, my coworker showed me this one time. It was, she took a photo of an advertisement for the new, like, Popeye's Chicken restaurant that had just opened in town, and the address was on the back of the bus. The address was spelt wrong. (laughs) Yeah, the address had, like, 1033 Kinsway instead of 1033 Kingsway. Like, that's a very big difference. This is a a multi-million dollar company who paid how much for this bus advertisement? How much was to be printed? (laughs) Yeah, those aren't cheap. No, they're not cheap. And they spelt the address wrong. People aren't going to know where to go. (laughs) They can't follow this. And no, it's crazy. And shit happens. And shit slips through the cracks. And like... It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, some mistakes, you know, like, a missing a letter or, but, like, a bu- giant bus advertisement. I've seen, I've seen, like, social media campaigns go so badly and you just know someone's getting fired. Yeah. But when you see massive companies mess up, it really makes me feel better about my job. <laughs> I'm always like, hmm. Yeah, it even, happens to everyone. Yeah, even these companies who are making the big bucks mess up. Um, I think my favorite, though, example of a company, like, taking a mess up and using it to their advantage was that, like, TikTok sound that went viral of the McDonald's employee being like, 
can I get like a sausage McMuffin? It's like a blueberry slushie. No, yeah. Can I get a blue raspberry slushie? Yeah. Or so- yes. <laughs> you want a sausage McMuffin the other way? <laughs> and then McDonald's was like, try our new ras- blue raspberry slushie. And it was a photo of a sausage McMuffin. I was like, ah. But see, like that is, that is a brand listening and yes. adopting it quickly while it was on trend. Like I still hear that sound. Yes. All the time. But exactly. I thought it was really clever. And, yeah. and that is a, a very clever meme that like it it's it's funny and it hurts no one and that's like that's very much what brands love what is really funny and what's going to give us the least amount of fallout and gems like that are very hard to find but once you do you like hold on to them yes exactly like i think like a big thing is when tier lists became huge so like tier lists are everywhere and tier lists aren't going away anytime soon because it's easy content to make and people engage with it and it can be you can make it divisive or you can make it wholesome like you can make the tiers as savage or as like wholesome as you want like literally the twitter account we rate dogs every dog is something over a 10 yeah yeah. Cause, they deserve it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you can make the tier list, like, beautiful, gorgeous. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. Or you can make, like, this is okay. This sucks. This is the worst thing to happen to mankind. But, yeah, brands use that because it's, it's not going away. It's relevant. And it's easy. And it's very easy to not step over the line but still being funny. Yes. Unless you're BuzzFeed Canada who made that dumb tier list of like the best Canadian snacks. Did you see that on social media? Oh yeah. And it was like there were snacks on there that I'd never even heard of before and they also put like coffee crisp and like all dress chips like in like D tier and I was like excuse me sorry to alienate our like four American listeners (laughs) with that tiny comment. BuzzFeed is just like BuzzFeed needs to die. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think they have. They, <laughs> they truly have because they their listicles got out of hand. They they prioritized quantity over quality. Yeah. And they fired a bunch of people. Like it was they their rise and their fall was just horrendous. Yes. Yeah. Like that is social media that went incredibly wrong. And I, like, I mean, we could, like... It also, like, very much, like, defined, honestly, like, a good portion. Like, I used to love all those BuzzFeed videos. Oh, yeah. It defined a good portion of, like, why Facebook also was so popular for a very, Mm -hmm. very long time. Mm -hmm. Because that's all I used to watch was BuzzFeed videos and read those listicles. Exactly. And, like, BuzzFeed had a huge monopoly on the internet for a good while. Like, we all did those stupid BuzzFeed quizzes. (laughs) And then it was... Then they just kept running out of ideas. Yes, they did. Yeah, like, if you look up anything, like, on BuzzFeed, it's like... Which croissant does this person from a TV character, like, look like? You're like, why? <laughs> this person okay who wrote this? Yeah. Put some put some code in the article if you need help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, like, are they, they... Have they tied you to your desk? <laughs> now, from that, we move on to how social media brands handle scandals and complaints. So I want to start with complaints. So... I've almost, I don't think I've really ever tweeted at a brand. Um, Like, I'm sure I'll look through my Twitter and maybe I have. But you know when people add brands. And so when you go, like, when you go to a place, you can leave a Google review and you can leave a bad Google review. Like, we went to the new rec room in Vancouver and it's got, like, three stars. And the reviews are just, (laughs) the people in the reviews are so awful. No one likes the food. And my favorite was, this review was... It's not kid-friendly. And the review immediately after it, they're both one-star reviews. It's too kid-friendly. You can't have it both ways. Exactly. You can't have it both yeah. ways. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. But people will at the brands on Twitter with their complaints. The major one is people will always at airlines on Twitter. Like, I don't know how many times I have seen... I love them, but how many times I have seen drag queens at airlines and this other drag queen is like, y'all... No one cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. But they do. And people will at airlines because they feel that if you at a brand on Twitter and it goes viral, they may actually respond to you. But how do you guys feel about that? I mean, it's it's fair game. Like, that is the way to get noticed sometimes if you have a valid complaint. And 
going through the proper channels isn't working, you go viral with your complaint and then like suddenly they'll notice you. Um, I will say though, it's hard working in social media and getting those complaints and DMs. Like, I just want people to remember there's a human being that's that's looking at them and it's not the person responsible for the problem more likely than not. So yeah, no, like a hundred percent, I agree with that fact. Like, yes, you're probably gonna get the fastest response from social media, but that's not the person who's gonna be handling the issue. They now have to take this issue and transplant it over to the customer service department mm-hmm. right they're very different departments yeah so. and like usually you'll see like so Brittany tweets oh no at nail polish company my thing came broken they go the general tweet is we are sorry to hear that please dm us or please email us so we can take a look into this further that is what like w- when i went to school for social media that's what you're taught to do you're taught to address it publicly but handle it privately yes because mm-hmm. that because if you handle it publicly and say like oh we'll send you something for free you're just going to get a ton of complaints because people want for product yes exactly or if you're like if someone's like, like one time we had somebody leave a fake review at the salon saying that like the wax left them uh, third degree burns. It was, oh. Yeah, it was a disgruntled ex-employee. Um, Fun. <laughs> yeah, if if they had handled that by you lying piece of shit, like, <laughs> that would have looked terrible on the company. Um, and I've seen some companies do that where like I went to go pick up a package because it was supposed to be delivered to our house, but then I swear, like, is it UPS or... I don't remember. I don't know. It's one of the companies where I I don't even think they knock on your door. They maybe just, like, whisper, is anyone home? And then they just slap the sticker on your door. They whisper sweet nothing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, nobody's home. And we had to go pick it up from this place, and all the reviews were so bad. And this person was like... Oh, the owner of this place was like, you're just a racist piece of shit. And I was like, reading the reviews, and I was like, I know you're running a business, sir, but I don't... Like, BS people are racist and people suck, but like... I feel like there's a little bit more of a business-friendly way to phrase that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, um, yeah, and it's like, it said, it said, oh, it says it closed at five, but really closed at three. And it was like, did you read the sign on the door? And I was like reading these reviews and I was like there's a way to go about things sir and there's a way not to but it's your business I I got my package I mean it closed at 5 and I was there at like 4.30 because I ran after work and they had locked the doors and he stared at me and I was like please (laughs) let me in and give me my package oh my god yeah I mean he gave me my package he also like illegally gave it to me Oh, sh- oh. Well, because my ID is supposed to say our, the address that it was delivered to, but my ID doesn't have our current address on it. I need to get changed. I know nobody, nobody come after me. <laughs> and he was like, and he was like, oh, and I was like, oh, like it's. I was just like, oh, that's um, it was delivered to my boyfriend's house, but like it's my package. He went, oh, and then handed it to me. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. They gave it to me. He makes his money either way. Yeah, Whoever exactly. he gets the package to, it's not his problem anymore. Yeah. But, like, there was the scandal. It was, well, I don't know, a scan- was it a scandal? In March of this year. So, we're, we're, we're tiptoeing back a little bit. As the New York Times calls it, the curious case of the cinnamon toast crunch box. So I was coming home from work on the train and I open up Twitter and then I see a bunch of people talking about Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the cereal. I'm, I know the actor. We <laughs> 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 know the Cinnamon Toast Crunch is a cereal. Famous thing. law firm, Cinnamon yeah. Toast Crunch Incorporated. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Incorporated. <sighs> They'll be defending me against my murder trial. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, okay. Uh, okay, anyways. Anyways, so I was like, why is everyone talking about Cinnamon Toast Crunch? So, a comedian slash writer slash married to Topanga from Boy Meets World slash apparently he's actually a horrible person found a shrimp tail in his cinnamon toast crunch and then tweeted about it and then there was this discourse on like between the cinnamon toast crunch social media and his and like at first it was kind of like oh kind of funny and then he like kind of turned like a little volatile against them and then they're like I'm guessing that, like, 
they don't have a big social media um, department because, like, they, like, maybe post, like, every couple of days. And this happened. So they would post, you know, every two days. So very much, very regimented. Okay, we post every two days on Twitter. And... This thing happens, and they post, While we are still investigating this matter, we can say with confidence that this has not occurred at our facility. We're waiting for the consumer to send us the package to investigate further. Any consumers who notice their cereal box or bag has been tampered with, such as the clear tape that was found in this case, should contact us. And then this guy is still going off on how they're not answering him. And, like, I, I fully think he made it up for clout. I fully did. That's my personal opinion. See, I don't know how I feel about it because I'm like, first of all, who in their right mind would go to the effort of taking a shit ton of shrimp tails (laughs) and just deciding to cover them in cinnamon sugar and be like, what the fuck? Okay, but (laughs) it just seems so out of this world and bizarre. But here's the thing. One of my, my famous quotes I always say is, you commit to the bit. <laughs> Do you know how far some people will go for a bit? I literally went to the dollar store, bought inflatables, goggles, had Trevor film me in the bathtub for a TikTok, pretending that I wanted to go to the swimming pool. That is that is fair. That was like an hour's worth of effort. I could go downstairs right now, get some shrimp, roll it in cinnamon sugar, put it in a box, and tweet it. I think it would only take me 20 minutes. How much of a D-list actor was this person? Well, he's a writer. How much of a D-list writer he's was this comedy person? Writer. How much um, of a D-list comedy guy? <laughs> 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 Um, How low on the Hollywood totem pole was this man that he was willing to risk it all over cinnamon toast crunch cereal? Yeah, it says Mr. Carp, a 41-year-old comedian and writer in Los Angeles, took a picture of the contents and sent it to his wife, Danielle Fischel Carp, who played Topanga Lawrence on Boy Meets World. (laughs) Then he sent a form submission email to General Mills documenting what he found. Soon after, he posted a picture of the items on Twitter. Eventually, Cinnamon Toast Crunch reached out to Mr. Carp through its brand Twitter account. The article goes on, but can you imagine that person's day? You're just like, you're you're clocking in, you're like, alright, we're gonna post. Yesterday we posted, we're going to the Cineverse, who's your plus one? The day before, hey, just let him, you know, I'm proud of you. Writes that tweet, alright, I'm good to go. <laughs> and then they're like, I'm sorry, what? Their tweet before got 365 likes. The tweet about the um, investigation got 11.5 thousand likes. (laughs) Or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, to say that was a day for them. And then the next day they posted, this one got like way less likes. Job job one at General Mills is food safety and quality. Whenever a consumer raises a concern about the possibility of food tampering, we investigate thoroughly. <laughs> Effectively doing so requires us to work in partnership with consumers, and we are doing exactly that with Jensen Carp. We are working with Mr. Carp to obtain samples from the cereal he purchased, as well as the packaging, so we can conduct a thorough investigation and take appropriate next steps. We thank Mr. Carp for raising this issue and working with collaborators with us on that matter. They, so that was March 25th. They did not post again until April. <laughs> and then it says, Psst, love you, mean it. I'm sorry, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? Oh, what a day. What a week. <laughs> yeah. That poor little social media person's probably like, probably like goes to bed or like went to the corner and was like, shrimp tails, <laughs> like freaking yeah. out. But yeah, that was the cinnamon toast crunch scandal. And that's the thing is like when you're, that person I'm sure did not expect to come in that day and it's like somebody decided to come after you. But like, have have you guys ever tweeted a complaint? I've tweeted at uh, Calgary Transit before when I'm like, your bus didn't show up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and it's minus 30 degrees outside and it didn't show up. Just so then they like know if something happens to the bus. What about you, Trevor? I don't think I've ever tweeted a complaint, um, but one time I tweeted at McDonald's. Um, so I collect uh, their little coffee stickers, you know, uh, in Canada. 
um, our McDonald's coffees have little stickers on them. And if you collect seven and put them on a card, you can get a free coffee. And I collect them and I have like hundreds and hundreds of these coffee stickers. And as a joke, I put them all in a, a binder like you would trading cards. And I just like had a binder full of filled out coffee cards. And I took a picture and I tweeted at McDonald's like, hey, can I get free coffee for life? And they liked the tweet. So free coffee for so life. So that maybe that's a yes. Sir, you need to go use your free coffees. You have a whole yeah. binder. <laughs> oh no, he has a binder. And then so this is a weird side note, but so I think it was like our third date. I think so. So Trevor picks me up for our third date, and so I'd never been in his car before. Obviously, the first time you meet a person, you should never, a new person, you should never go in their car. Safety 101, but anyways. (laughs) And I sit in his passenger seat, and I look at the dashboard, and there is about 30 McDonald's coffee stickers (laughs) just stuck to the dashboard. And I was like, what the, what? And then I just turn to him, and I'm like, why? Did you lose the cards that they come with? Like It's just a good place to put them. Like, I go through the drive-thru, I get my coffee, and I stick the sticker on. It becomes a habit at a certain point. Okay. Yeah. Commit to the bit, right? No, see, yeah, see, it's... It, well, now, because he keeps doing it now, because at first I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. And then when we were driving to Whistler, we both stuck our sticker on there, because <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. we committed to the bit. But I almost got out of that car. I was like, who the hell am I on a date with? <laughs> <laughs> The third date is what makes it or break it, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And, well, now we live together, right? <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. But yes, back to social media. The last thing I want to talk about today before we all, again, descend into badness, like the three of us usually do. <laughs> Anytime you and I have a guest. Yep. Um, so, we did briefly talk about DMs and... Uh, first of all, I'll just I'll just reiterate, men, please do not de- DM Amy. Please stop. Please don't please DM Amy. Please stop. She 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 is a partner. She is cuffed. She also does not care about your thoughts and opinions. No, I really don't. <laughs> what are your guys' DMs like, professionally and personally? Professionally, oh, someone hacked our Twitter actually. Oh. And sent an... Oh, speaking of companies, so I completely forgot this. Someone hacked our Twitter and sent an Uber res, an Uber support tweet out. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, what? they're literally like, at Uber support, last night I received a fraudulent charge from Uber and my password was changed without my knowledge. I can't get into my account and Uber support email won't open because they think I owe money for this fraudulent charge. This is ridiculous. I was like, what? <laughs> did somebody accidentally think? I almost think, like, did our CEO think that, like, our Twitter was his Twitter? Because he has a Twitter. I don't know if he uses it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's linked on his phone or something, maybe that's Yeah, like, maybe. I was just like, what? And so I, like, had to post it. I was like, did anybody write this? And my coworker was like, as much as I don't like Uber, I wouldn't post this on work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, um, my our work DMs are pretty normal. Like, they're people just either, like, responding to, like, our Instagram stories with, like, claps or, like, wow, this is a great project. Or the one time I posted a wrong building and someone went, that's this project, not this one. And I went, oh, fuck, thank you. Um, yeah, and then my personal DMs, no, I'm going <laughs> to shut them off. <laughs> Stay out of it. Stop. Sure. <laughs> um... My personal DMs are pretty empty. Um, thankfully, no one slides into those, and I'd like to keep it that way. Um, but on the work account, uh, we get added to a lot of random group chats. I think just when you're a bigger account, people just do it because it's funny, and it just spams our notifications, and we have to like either ignore it or leave. Um, other than that, like a lot of people want to join our team. We get a lot of like random collaboration requests and stuff, but nothing too crazy. Oh, yeah, we get those all the time. We get, like, oh, like, join us if you want to be, like, ambassadors. You know what's weird? We keep getting one for um, men's shaving. (laughs) And I'm like, have you even looked at the podcast? (laughs) Oh, my God. I swear to God, every time I post an Insta, like, I post, so, like, Instagram is overrun with bots. We all know this. But anytime I post an Instagram photo, it's like, 
oh my god, we love this, DM us for a collab. And they'll like have like one follower, they're clearly a bot, and I've just posted it. And then one time, our friend Dan started like, literally commenting oh, the exact yeah. same thing underneath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I got a DM, so I posted, I post like a fair amount of pictures of our cat. I don't. I won't run a cat Instagram account. I met someone who ha- is a cat influencer. Her, uh, her cat. Should we? We say. Should we pimp out Bubbles? We could. Yeah, we could promote Bubbles. Why promote not? Promote Bubbles. Is it Bubbles the cat or Van City Bubbles? Maybe something like that. Yeah. So Van City Bubbles. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll find Bubbles' account and tag it below. But she's like, you should make a cat Instagram. And I was like, well, I've only had like one DM going like, oh, we like your cat. Like, you should DM us for... No, they're actually in my DMs. They're like, you should uh, send us your address so we can send you free stuff. And I was like, I, you you don't look legit. I'm not sending you my address. No, that's terrifying. Yeah, and she's like, but you get free things for the cat. I get free things all the time. And I was like, my cat is a spoiled-ass princess. Literally... Amy and Dan made fun of me for giving her filtered water. And why like, are you cold. Gi- why are, no, why are you giving her filtered water? It's cold. She deserves so, the best. Oh my, so, so I was like, no, she does not need free things. No. <laughs> no one give my cat free things. Well, it's funny because I work in social media. Like, it's my job. I get paid to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think my friend who runs the cat's Instagram account works harder than me. <laughs> and doesn't get paid. Yeah. She, it's just a labor of love for yeah. her. <laughs> It's a passion project. Yeah. True. But no, I don't, yeah, no, my DMs are pretty, pretty clean, pretty clear, other than just bots. And then I, I did have a creepy DM. So my personal brand is Chaos and Flowers, because, like, I go for walks, and I just like taking pictures of flowers. And then I'm also, everyone knows, just I'm extremely chaotic. Yes. And so our lovely friend, Kaylee, of the podcast, she got married, and Amy wanted to put together a little video from the bridal party, like, giving them little well wishes and little clips from their wedding, and it was super cute. Mm -hmm. I don't do sappy very well. Like, I am, I am a very emotional, loving person, but, like, publicly sappy? No. They're like, oh, you cried at the wedding. I was like, no, I didn't. If you saw tears, no. (laughs) No. What are you talking about? No heart. Yeah, no heart, no soul, no nothing. Ice bitch right here. Uh, so, Amy's like, can you make a video just, like, saying their well wishes? Now, I could have just been, you know, just me sitting in a chair going, congratulations, guys. I love you. You know, I wish you all nothing but happiness. But that wouldn't be me. That just would not be realistic. No. So, what did you do, Kelsey? <laughs> so, I, uh... Went and so we all know I love a good bathtub. I filled the bathtub up with so much bubbles. Also, if you need like photos of you in a bathtub with so many bubbles, use dish soap, not bubble bath. Dish soap gives you way better bubbles that are moldable, last longer. Pro tip. Pro tip. And then I went in the bathtub in a full uh, like dress shirt and dress pants. <laughs> yep. Because, okay, if I was naked, it would have been weird. Yes. So I put on my dress, I put on a dress shirt and dress pants. It was so funny, too, because this video was giving me a little bit of a headache, and we won't get into it, because it's fine, and it turned out really cute. Yeah. But I remember, so I was like, I had, like, a really rough day, and I just went through the clips, and all I see is Kelsey in a bathtub and a dress shirt, and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) But it made my day. It made my day. It made my day. And I sent them the well wishes. You know, Trevor is, again, always our videographer. Yeah, he films it for me. <laughs> I do what I can. Yeah. And so I po- so I pulled, like, a picture from it. Because we also did, like, a mini photo shoot as well. And I posted a picture of it on my Instagram. And I just have... I got, like, a creepy DM. This guy, like, liked every single one of my photos. And he's like, he's like, I extremely love the bathtub photo. And I was like, no, block, 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 block. Yeah... Yeah, but that, yeah, other than that, my DMs are, like, pretty clean. I mean, just full of bots going DMs, Or, like, you know, like, the 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 bots will be like, hey, sexy. And you're like, eh, go away, computer. Yeah. Hey, sexy, give me all your money. Oh, oh, maybe I will. It's yeah. really convincing. Exactly. Yeah, so convincing. Yeah. yeah. Be happy your DMs are empty. True. Keep them that True. way. True. Yeah. People also, please stay out of my DMs unless uh, you're in this room, stay out of my DMs. Yeah. 
Or yes. if you have actually, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. unless you have actual money to give us, yes. Or if it's a funny meme, that's or, okay too. Or if it's a job offer, you know, I that's always, fine too. I'm always, I'm always keeping my options open. I mean, I did start a new job, but I'm keeping my options open. I'm like to maybe do a job in my field, but you know, as long as they're cute and professional DMs, that's fine. Nothing else. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, with that said, any, what are your final thoughts, opinions on social media? Well, first, I want to say on the topic of shooting your shots in DMs, um, that's actually the way I got my job. So I will say, like, professional brands and orgs do read the DMs. Uh, all my jobs before this were just working, like, manual labor, warehousing, stuff like that. And I saw a posting for an internship for social media, and I applied, didn't hear back. And so I just made a meme of me DMing the, the company I work for now and then pretended they blocked me, photoshopped it like they blocked me for my meme being really bad and posted that. It got like 6K likes, got a lot of attention. Next thing I know, I have an interview with them and they, hey. they liked the meme. So Okay, so see, there's the... But again, that's a professional DM. Yeah, yeah. Shoot your shot professionally. Yes, yeah. that is fine. That is acceptable. That is good. Not romantically, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. If Rom- you- romantically sometimes it's okay, but as long <laughs> as you have an established idea, it's fine. Yeah. You're not weird about it. Exactly. If you want, you know, we can, we can hire an intern. We have no money to pay you, but if you <laughs> want to shoot your shot in our DM, send us a meme. We could, we could hire an intern. Yeah. No experience required. Yeah. No schooling required. Just have a fire meme and you're good. Exactly. Yeah. We will pay you in love, adoration, some Nespresso coffee. Yeah. So is that, <laughs> how, is that how you get into medical school? You just send them like a doctor meme? Yeah. 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 Just like a really yeah. good game of operation. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. I think the final thing I can say with social media is have fun. Don't send hate speech. And... Somebody hire me, please. Amy doesn't pay me enough. Okay. Wait, I, you don't pay me. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I will just leave the social media talk with the age-old Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. So meme responsibly. Be funny. Don't be hateful and rude. No one likes that. That's not a cute look on anybody. Hmm. All right. That was a better summary. Okay. We will call it there. Do the outro. Thank you. And don't slide into DMs unless it's warranted. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. We got it. Come on. (laughs) It's just, it's, yeah, it's a thing. And I'm over it at this point. Trevor, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. This is yeah, a lot of fun. Good, I'm glad. I'm glad you had a really good time. Um, <laughs> you're welcome back anytime. You know where to find us when we record. So, uh, but thank you guys so much for listening this week. I hope you enjoyed our little social media talk, rant, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it was a really fun time. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on YouTube, anywhere else you can find podcasts. We will be there for your listening pleasure. You can find us on social social media on instagram at can you take my shift on twitter at cytms podcast and we're also on facebook under the same name you can follow kelsey at kelsey Pete's on twitter instagram and tiktok you can follow me amy on twitter instagram and twitch at chelly amy and trevor where can we find you <laughs> well if you want to find me and more Katrissy memes. Oh my god. <laughs> you can follow me on basically all platforms at Kongmunism. That's K O N G M U N I S M. Yes, join the revolution. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Again, Trevor, thank you so much. But until next time, Kelsey, can you take my shift? No, we gotta go to McDonald's and get some more stickers. We're just gonna cover the car in them. I feel like you need to take all of those in at once and just be like, how many of these can I use at a single time? That's genius. Yeah, just be like, yeah, can I get like 15 hot coffees? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Hand them out like fucking trading cards. (laughs) Can they just give me the machine at that point? (laughs) (laughs) They're like game token coffee. Can I exchange the machine? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system.